are now entering the Thought Loop. 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 Welcome one, welcome all to the Thought Loop Podcast with your host, the Trip Keeper from Tales from the Trip. Whoa, so this is going to be fun. Um, I've always wanted to get a podcast and never knew how to really start it, but you know, here I am, you know, 22,000 subscribers later with a microphone. Uh, not, not really a good one. I'm trying to get a better one, but you know, hey. We're going to work on that, you know, if I get more more and more popular, then I will get a better mic because the one I was looking at was $399 and that's that's not, you know, a price to scoff at, you know, that's just like, uh, okay, $399, do you really want to spend that much when your mic is working just fine? Yes, I do, but I want to give it time because I don't know what this YouTube channel will lead to. Maybe this podcast will give me something. I don't know. Maybe this will do nothing. Maybe this podcast will blow. That's for you guys to tell me if you guys like it or not because I can do it. You know, I it's I think it would be a lot easier for me to do than, you know, recording videos. Now, this is not going to stop me from recording videos. I'm just saying this is like compared to making videos, this is a lot easier because I'm just speaking into the mic talking about whatever the fuck I want and I can swear we're on Sirius XM baby <laughs> no I don't know we're not on Sirius XM anyways um see this is this is gonna happen I swear I'm gonna be rambling about some random shit all the time and I'm gonna get lost see I'm already doing it again look all right I really don't have a set uh a set thing to go off of today except the questions I asked you guys and it, this this episode is gonna be all over the place until until I figure out what I'm gonna do on here like and you know maybe get an editor to get get all the stuff out this is just gonna be a raw uncut podcast because I don't have the time to edit everything right now I'll, I'll probably put an intro and outro you'll probably hear something cool I don't know let me know if you guys like that too but for the first couple episodes, maybe maybe the first 15, I don't know if there even is going to be 15 episodes, but it's going to be a little weird. It's not going to be as high quality as like the Joe Rogan podcast or something. So, um, you know, but I hope my talking points are interesting and that's what gets you to listen, not, not the quality because I've listened to some podcasts before where their quality is just so bad, but... I love the people who are talking on it, and the stories they talk about are just super interesting. So that's why I listen to it. Okay, I mean you don't you don't want to hear some like random noise in the background though. I don't think you'll ever hear that except except maybe the birds chirping in the background. They already are right now. I don't know if the mic is picking that up, but they picked it up on other videos and people have told me about it. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know they're in the background. I can't I can't just like go into the into the audio editing software and be like. Um, hey birds, can you uh, not chirp in that? No, because it's already a done deal, and I'm not going back to record a story, especially if it's um, super long, like the ones I read. Not all of them are long, but you know, 
most of them they're they're pretty decently decently long i mean when i look at it honestly all right this is just i'm just going to talk about random stuff okay <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing all right this is this is my first podcast we'll we'll figure it out later um when i choose a story for my youtube channel i always look for the best i don't you know, it, I might not choose the best, but from what I like to read, um, I was just interviewed for another podcast, um, Zeon Ar- Ar- Archive, I think that's the name. I don't know if that's how you pronounce Zeon, but it's X-I-A-N. Um, I don't know if this will be out before that. It might be. I don't know, but check that one out uh, when it comes out. I'll probably put it in my YouTube community, but I talk about stuff like that. I, I ramble on in there, but um, yeah, when I choose a story... I, I choose the best one and I, I want it I want it to I want it to be you know something that you guys will remember you know if it's disturbing or not you know some stories are more disturbing than others and I really I really like reading the disturbing ones does that make me sound like a, a maniac probably but you know the disturbing stories are way way more interesting than other other like you know that that's why I don't read positive stories because yeah, it's it's you know it's probably fun hearing someone talk about how they traveled to a different dimension and met Jesus or something, but hearing something go horribly wrong is like man, you're 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 just sitting there listening like man, I'm glad that's not me, but it could be you. You never know if it, if it comes down to it, you never know what you're putting inside your body. Um, that's why I always tell people get a drug tester. It does. I don't care. I do not care how much money it is it's not too much money just get it if you're if you're a regular drug user okay back in my day i was and i i don't know if i ever got anything i don't know if i ever got anything laced um i might have and if it was it wasn't too strong so i'm i'm grateful that nothing happened to me where i could have died um now i felt like i i wanted to die but that was just me panicking you know having a panic attack during a trip is just oh man is it terrible um i sometimes they're just super prolonged like you know an acid trip can last you 12 hours like i've had acid trips that like you know it may not have been full peak but you know the peak lasts a very long time for some of them especially if i took two or three hits um or the one hit was three hits worth or something i never paid attention to the micrograms or the ug uh, of them, I just like, all right, well, it's it's an acid tab I'm going to take. I'm going to go off of how many tabs I take. And, you know, you, you got to be more careful with that because that's stupid thinking because, you know, one of those tabs, if they if the dealer doesn't tell you, most of the time they will. They'll be like, oh, yeah, this tab is uh, this tab is pretty strong. So that tells you like, all right, you only need to take one. You don't have to take more than that. Um, yeah, that's uh, so just just be very careful with taking these drugs. Um, I'm not, my channel is not a drug safety channel as much as people want to say that it's not. I, I respect it. I, I think it could be used as one for sure. I think it has been used for one, but I didn't create it to be a drug safety channel. I read it just because I love reading horror stories and that, and it just happened I just happened to read uh, trip reports that were horrifying. Um, now I'm not; they're not all of them are horrifying, you know. So they're just some of them are aren't, you know, they're mildly scary. There's there's none that are like, 
you know, not scary though. Like I read, you know, they have to be mildly disturbing or I'm not going to read it. Maybe the beginning when I first started out when I wasn't sure what I was doing, I was just doing it for fun. Now I seem it like it's kind of like a job now. But before when I started, um, I don't know what made me decide to do, you know, horror trip reports, but it just happened. And um, I'm glad I stuck with that because I I just love doing it. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's basically why I started the channel. Um, I think that was a question that someone asked, um, that I have in the, in the, later in this episode, or, you know, I don't know how long it's going to be. I'm, I don't know how long this podcast is going to end up being. It could be different every, every upload, but, um, I, I think I'm going to do a fan question thing at the end of every episode or wherever in the middle. Maybe I really don't know. Maybe I can piggyback off of it. Like I said, this is raw and uncut. And if I mess up, I'm sorry. I'm just talking. I'm just rambling. It's 8.09 p.m. I just came back from work. I had my dinner, you know, took a shower. I'm doing everything a full-time man would be doing. And um, it's Saturday night, and I'm recording this podcast. And it's this is actually going better than I thought it would. Um, I'm actually having a really good time. It's basically like I, I get to talk to people even though I'm talking to myself right now, it's when it uploads, it's going to be talking to you guys. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool to to think because, um, most of the time, you know, no one really wants to hear you, hear you talk or ramble on about stuff. But, you know, some people, you know, Hey, some people do, you know, if you have something interesting to say, if you're a character, people will listen. Like, you know, that's why Joe Rogan has so many, so many followers. He he has open discussions with people. I'm not saying I agree with everything he says or anything, but you got to give him respect. It's it's like he started basically from nothing. I know he was on Fear Factor. He was doing a bunch of other stuff, but before that podcast, you didn't know who he was. You know, he was just like I mean, no, you know who he was, but you know what I'm saying. He wasn't popular at all. Like you wouldn't, like if you'd have told me in ten years that he have the biggest podcast in the world, you, I'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck is a podcast? You know, I don't even know when podcasts started. I know they it, they could have been out for a while. I don't, I can't remember the exact date. So someone let me know when they first started. But yeah, it just it seemed like one day they just kind of blew up. I know it, it. they started getting really popular in the 2010s, maybe the mid-2010s. That's when I started seeing them. I didn't really listen to any. Um, I, you know, I was still like, I wasn't even listening to radio shows. That was actually, um, that was my dream to be a radio host. So maybe it's all coming to fruition, um, doing this podcast. It's not a radio show, but it's basically the same thing. You can't even deny it. It's, it's, it's the same thing. Um, just it, a little different, but it's basically the same thing. Like you, you, you can't. There, there's so many similarities with it, and that's why I feel like radio. You know, that might be dying. I don't know. I don't listen to radio anymore. I got Spotify. I, everything I want to listen to is on there, and I'm actually gonna try to get this on Spotify. I think I can, but I, you know, I gotta, I gotta look at you know what I can do because. I really want to put my videos on there too, but I'm I'm not sure how, you know, because they don't they don't really pay that much on there. Um, I know it's a lot easier to listen to. You don't have to keep your uh, phone on or anything when you listen to it, but your phone like your lock screen on. Um, but I feel like 
you know, that might diminish the views on YouTube where YouTube is bringing in all this, you know, attention with everything. And like, I don't know. I mean, we could see what it's like. I'll put, I'll definitely try to put this podcast on here, but we're going to wait for the videos. I mean, I definitely want to put them on there too. Cause I know, I know I love it when, you know, let's read, he puts his stuff on there. I can just listen to that and bedtime stories. You guys know those channels They're They're fucking awesome. If you want to check them out they're they're great. Um, they're actually pretty big inspirations for me. Um, yeah, so this is the podcast. This is the Thought Loop podcast. Um, whoever gave me the name, I it's in the in the thread when I asked about it, so I can go check it out. Um, I'll I'll give you a shout out when I figure out who who gave me the name because I it's just like that is a perfect name name for the podcast for real. It's like a thought loop, man. We've all been through it. We've all had a thought loop when we were doing psychedelics. Um, they they're hard to get out of that's for sure you know sometimes you never get out of it honestly i i feel like i go through a thought loop every single day uh, i just think of constantly think about things um that probably has to do with my anxiety and depression not not so much depression i don't i i get depressed but i wouldn't say i have depression but i definitely have anxiety and i, I don't know if that's from drug use or not but it could be um because I don't remember having it before. Uh, I think it might be the kratom that I'm taking. Uh, I know it's, you know, it. these drugs are not safe. But I'm glad I'm not, I didn't go down the wrong path where people are just struggling with those harder drugs right now, like meth or heroin or anything. I'm blessed that I never tried that. And I never will, because... I don't even, even if there's a good feeling to come from it, that does not, everything that I've heard from, you know, people dying and shit, my cousin, back back in November, she just passed away. Um, we thought it was heroin at first, but we looked at the autopsy report, it came back two weeks ago, and it was actually fentanyl. And there was another, there's a couple more drugs in there, but I feel like it was all in that one um there's something in there it was like a thousand times more potent than morphine i know fentanyl i think is a thousand times more potent but there was something else it was it that was like that um so yeah it's like if you get down that wrong path man you're just you're screwed it's hard to get out it's especially if you're addicted to those kind of hard drugs you're 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 stuck like there's no way out that that's how you feel at least because there is a way out it's just man you need to you need to fucking like, oh, you need to push yourself. Like with the way I'm pushing for my YouTube channel and, you know, maybe this podcast and my my guitar, my, my guitar playing, and then my full-time job at the post office, like my work ethic is pretty strong. That's the kind of work ethic you need to, to not be addicted. And that's the only way you can get out of it. And if you don't believe in yourself, you're never going to get out. And that's not... I do not blame you one bit either. That is the toughest thing. No one, people t think they take addiction seriously, but they don't because they think everyone who's addicted to something is a junkie. That's not true. That is, these people are human beings. You can't just call them, you can't put them into that category. They they were born into this world equal like every one of us. And they ended up going down the wrong path, whether that was their fault or not, you know. There's some bad friends you come across that that change the trajectory 
trajectory of your life. Sorry. See, if I mess up like that during the podcast, I'm just going to keep on going because it's the first episode, so fuck off. Um, Yeah, it's just the people you hang out with, man, the, the situation you're living in, you know, how depressed you're feeling. Luckily, I wasn't depressed or anxious in high school. I was just doing drugs for fun. Um, same with all of our friends, but, you know, I guess that was a bad influence if we were all doing them and, you know, still doing them. I don't do psychs as much or anything, really, just the kratom. Um, well, I shouldn't, like, be like, oh, just the kratom, because it is, you know, something powerful, but, it, yeah, um, it, it's kratom for sure. But we gotta, we gotta start taking addiction seriously. Like I, I really want to be a spokesperson for addiction because it is, it's tough. It is very, it is very very tough to get out of that. And once you're hooked, I mean, you know, there's no going back. Like you're on it, and until you figure out how the hell to get off of it. You know, you're going to be stuck living like that forever. And, you know, some people, the only way they got out was death. And that is not how I want people to get out of it. That is just simply the worst way. And that happened to my cousin, unfortunately. I just remember getting the call from my grandpa. Um, He called me at, it was like 9.30 at night. I'm like, oh God, this can't be good news because he never, we, we don't, we don't call on the phone that much, but we call sometimes. But he would, if he called me at 9.30, I'm like, oh, fuck, because he's usually asleep by then. I'm like, all right, my grandma died or, or my grandpa died, and she's calling from the cell phone. But I get, a, I get the call, and my grandpa's like, Kelly's dead. And I was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And, it was, you know, you can hear the, the sorrow in his voice. And, man, I was just sitting there like, what the fuck? She died. At this, at that point, I didn't know the extent of what she was doing. I thought that she was on pills and that was it. I didn't know that she was on heroin or anything or fentanyl, whatever she was doing. I don't know. I don't know if she bought heroin and ended up being fentanyl instead. But um, yeah, whatever it was, it it killed her. Like um, yeah, it's it's deeply saddening because you grew up with this person i wasn't really talking to her that much um it you know i you know i wish i could go back and you know talk to her about you know say you know just you can get through it just don't 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 succumb to this you can you're you're better than this but um yeah that you know that that was a really when she died that was like a really like all right I, I can never get into these kind of drugs. That was my my stopping point. I actually, you know, after that moment, I really haven't really drank either. Um, I don't know if that's because I'm working on this YouTube channel or because of that. Or it's probably a mix of both. Because um, when I turned 21, I'm 22 right now. Um, I turned 23 in the summertime. But when I turned 21 uh, last or two years ago, this almost two years ago, I would go through bottles and bottles of whiskey or whatever I was buying, tequila or whatever, um, probably one or two bottles a week. And these were like 50 bucks, but I didn't, I didn't really care because, you know, my money was not a problem at the time. And it really has never been, except for last year at a moment, but I'm not going to get into that because um, I'm, I'm fine now. So we're good. We are good. 
But um, I was, man, I was addicted to alcohol. I don't know if I was addicted per se, but I was drinking a lot. I wasn't drinking every night, but when I would drink, man, I'd go through a half a bottle and maybe maybe a little less than that, but I'd go through it fast. And, you know, it's just like what really made me stop other than those things um, that I mentioned about, you know, my cousin dying and um, the YouTube channel and work, you know, just being too much. It's like when I when I went to sleep on it, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I wouldn't be able to go back to bed. That kind of sounded like my trip keeper voice that I use. Well, it's, it's actually my voice, but I just, you know, I changed the tone and stuff. Yeah, I would go to bed and I would wake up and not be able to go back. And that really pissed me off. Like, I, you know, because I had to go to work, ne- work the next day most of the time. You know, if it, but if I didn't have to go to work the next day, you know, I didn't really care. But um, it, it, it made me mad. You know, just not being able to sleep. Like, that's, you would think that alcohol would make you pass out, but not for me. I mean, it did at first. And then once I would wake up, I'd be like, all right, I'm not going back to bed again, I guess. It was just terrible. And then I'd feel like crap the next day because the alcohol and I didn't get any sleep. It's like, why? Why am I even drinking this? This is so stupid. Like, fuck this shit. Now, I think, um, I actually just bought liquor the other day and I had one drink because I started to feel like crap. So I have an expensive bottle of whiskey sitting in my refrigerator and I don't know the next time I'm going to drink it. That's the first time I've had liquor since Christmas uh, last week when I bought it. Like I I do not drink anymore. It is It disgusts me. I, I don't even know if I want to drink another drink of that, but I probably will have to because I don't feel like wasting the, how much money I spent on it. So it just just don't even drink. There's no point to it, honestly. Like if you're gonna do it, just do it for events and shit. That it makes things more fun. But if you overdo it, man, you can really like oh you can suffer the next day. When me and my friend went to Niagara Falls in 2020, or was it 2021? No, it was 2020. Went to Niagara Falls, and we were both 21. He turned 21 in February, so he's already he had already been 21 for a little bit. Um, man, we we went to the we went to the New York liquor store, and we bought a couple things. And the first night we were there. Man, I don't know if, if I drank a lot. I know I think I did, but I know I didn't feel like shit the next day like he did, man. He was oh, man, he was going at it. He he was getting drunk. The next day, we when we got breakfast uh, cuz we paid we only paid a dollar for the breakfast and we thought it was going to be like this, you know, breakfast bar they give you some waffles and some cereal. Nah, this shit was connected to the to the hotel. They were giving you full-on breakfast, like a whole-ass meal, like something... I looked at the menu, it was like 12 bucks, and we only paid a dollar each day for it, so that was pretty fucking sweet. We stayed at the Holiday Inn, so I, I recommend staying there. It was very comfortable. The pillows were just like, oh my god, they were they were so comfortable. And we there's a nice view of the casino that I got to go to, and that was my first casino. And I haven't been back to the casino except for uh, uh, John Bonham, or not John Bonham, Jason Bonham... Led Zeppelin concert uh, back in November, actually right before my cousin died. Um, yeah, that was the last time I went to a casino. I didn't. I think I put twenty bucks in or something, but you know, I didn't. I don't 
really like going to the casino unless I'm playing blackjack. I love blackjack. We played it and I won like 120 bucks and that was my first time ever <laughs> ever playing at the casino and I won and we wanted to go back so bad again the the next day and the next day but my ID I had to get it like renewed or something so they didn't let us in again. They let us in the first day because the first person was pretty sweet about it. But, you know, they were being cocksuckers. Uh, like, don't you want my money? Like, why why wouldn't you let me in, you know? And that kind of made my friend mad, and I felt bad, but, you know, we had to suffer together. He's done stuff to me that made me mad over the years, so he already knows if he's listening right now, you know, <laughs> fuck you. No, I'm kidding. Love you like a brother. You are my brother, actually. We're, we're, we're related. No, we're not. Um, okay, so... That was a ramble, wasn't it? That was like, oh shit, that was like 24 minutes. What the fuck? See, maybe this podcast can be good. If you're interested in me rambling, you know, this might be the podcast for you. Um, since it's my first episode, I think I'm just going to go right into the questions that uh, my fans, I don't like, ugh, I don't like calling them fans. It's like, it's like weird because I'm like a normal person, you know, I've, you know, having a YouTube channel is not something that you would think someone is like, oh, this guy is, 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 is superb, you know, he's, he's very fancy, he has a YouTube channel, oh, these are my fans, like, no, my, my supporters, I'll say, my supporters, these are some questions that my supporters have sent me, and I, I didn't answer them, I looked at them, and I put them in this Google Doc, so I had them, I think I put them in, uh, like, how they can you know gel together maybe i might knock out two questions with one i'm not sure but um i started off with what this what the similar kind of questions they were asking into the the other more random stuff that i got asked um i'm saying i'm a lot ain't i oh god you guys are gonna fucking be pet peeve pet peeving about that one in the comments maybe i don't know maybe you guys won't care um 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 no all right so this first question is from, I think it's Malice. Um, it's M-A-L dot I-C-3. So I'm guessing they're going for Malice. Um, this, this question asks, or I guess it's not a question, it's a statement. It just says, all right, you should talk about ways to start getting into psychedelics for beginners and how to be safe. All right, so when I first did psychedelics, I was 15 years old. I did acid, and it was probably the greatest, no, maybe not the greatest, but it was one of the, one of the better experiences I've had because you don't know what, what the hell's going to happen. You've heard about what acid does to you, and you and you never really know what it does until you take it. People think that it's like, oh, man, I'm going to see, dude, there's like, there's like fucking black shadows over there like you know just random figures around here dude my washing machine started talking to me like i mean maybe that happens but um nothing you you don't hallucinate um i i never hallucinated at least so you can't when you first start off your what acid is is not is not what you think no matter how much you think you know what acid is no matter how much someone can explain to you what acid is like you won't know until you take it. But I do think that acid is definitely the perfect 
psychedelic to get started on. It, it, cause it can be very light, you know, and you, you won't panic. I don't think if the first time you do, you might. Now, if you're if you're prone to panicking, if you have anxiety, I don't know if I would take psychedelics. Maybe start off with a microdose. A microdose is like a really small portion of what you know. If you had a blotter, if you had a tab of acid, and you cut off like maybe a little corner of the piece, that's a microdose. I do that sometimes. Um, it is. I recommend it. it it's nice. It's. You're still tripping, kind of, but you're more like high, and you're just like high the whole day, which is nice if you like getting high. Not telling you guys to do drugs or anything, but this is just my opinion. So to start off, I would definitely do acid. If you're ever going to do one drug, it's it. I would start off with that. Like I said, I'm not telling you what you, you know, what I, what you should do. I'm just saying this is to give you, to make you... To be the safest, I would start off with acid. I think shrooms is a little bit too powerful. There's too much stuff to see on it. It is is more like, whoa, you know? Acid can be very light, and you can enjoy it, and it, it can just be an all-around fun time. So to be safe with, with anything, I would start off with acid. And the worst thing about it when you're younger is that you're probably gonna, you're probably going to be paying, overpaying for it. You're probably going to pay 15 bucks for a tab. At least that's what I got charged when I was in high school. Most of the time it was 10, but there's times where I got charged 15 and 20. It's like, what the fuck? Now, now, you know, being 22, working at the post office, um, I know people that are, or I know, you know, not, you know, I'm not saying I know people there, but people just, when you get older, you know, there's people, there's more people that you know, more people that you've known for a while who just get more and more. So they're giving you, they're, they're basically giving it to you. At least that's what I I haven't paid for any any acid in like five years, four four or five years, maybe maybe shorter than that. Maybe I'm overstating it, but it's it's at least two three years. Yeah, I haven't haven't paid for it. I've been getting it for free. I got mushrooms for free too. I'm not saying this is gonna happen to you, but it happened to me. So um, best wishes to you. But yeah, start off with acid and then go from there. Um, the the psychedelic journey shall take you to places you'll you'll wish to see again. But acid is definitely the best starter to uh, to get started. All right, this next question by Modern Myth ninety: What role have psychedelics played in gaining insight? Now this is this is a good question. Psychedelics they really show you what the world is like like before i took it i had no idea that you could think you you feel like you could think for others i don't know if that may be an empath or not people like to call themselves an empath but i truly feel like i have become one i don't know if that's because of the psychedelics or not but i am a deep thinker now i think way too much and that could be a problem for me that could have caused my anxiety that's why i'm not telling you to do these things because Things like this could happen to you, but I don't know. That it could just be growing, you know, intelligence or something. I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm a smart guy, but I'm not dumb. That's for sure. Um, so gaining insight is, yeah, it, it it plays a role in it. That that I can tell you. I sound like Trump there. 
that I can tell you, okay? It is great. It is insightful. Um, it is intelligent. All right. I used to do impersonations too. I still do them sometimes, but not as much. But yeah, I figure, I feel like psychedelics have really made me understand the world. Um, for better or for worse, it it's definitely, it definitely has. And I thank it for it, and I don't thank it for it. You know, there's times where I don't want to know something, and then there's times where I'm like glad I know something. And there's situations I don't get myself involved in, and there's situations I do get myself involved in. And, um, you know, if it wasn't for these, these drugs, I these psychedelics i probably wouldn't even have started this youtube channel so yeah it is it's definitely insightful it is very well taking them makes you insightful as i should say it's a good question this next question is by isaac kaufman what is the most dangerous drug that you have ever done personally oh man there's a lot of dangerous drugs out there that you can definitely do and you know you might die on but the i'd say the most dangerous drug i've taken was probably diphenhydramine or benadryl whichever one you know name brand stuff it is people what people say about benadryl is true dph like i have one video on my channel where i talk about my 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 near death dph trip and I, I mixed drugs those days. Um, that day I did DPH, Phenabut, Phenabut. I call it Phenabut, so I'm going to say it like that. Um, and alcohol. And you're not supposed to mix any of those together. But my fucking dumbass did. Because I felt like I felt like Phenabut was just like a, became a daily part of my life. So maybe that was also bad too. Um, I don't think it was as destructive as DPH was because I just felt like I didn't even know why I was doing it. Like, I didn't even feel good or anything. I was just like, I want to get high. And it, it was the only thing I could get my hands on because I wasn't 21 yet. I didn't, I wasn't really smoking and I wasn't old enough to drink. So, you know, that's what I could get. That's what I could get. So I was doing it. And, you know, if you haven't watched the video yet, it, in the end of it, I don't know if I want to spoil it for you, but if you have seen it, you guys know what I'm talking about, but something, I could have died. Like I was driving and there's a big semi truck and it almost hit me, but that was my fault. It wasn't his fault. It was mine. I I could have died. I was falling asleep and that the Fenobute makes you fall asleep too. Like I, I passed out in a chair just from, I passed out a lot. Of, you feel like you have narcolepsy if you took the doses I did, even if the lower doses too, but mixing those together, mixing two sleep aids together is not gonna, is not gonna end well, especially with the alcohol. I mean, I, I think I only had like a beer or something, but it was still, you, I still count it, you know? But um, yeah, I, I was falling asleep on the freeway or not the freeway, it was over a bridge. And I, I hear this loud, loud semi beep its horn and it was like and i woke up and i was like what the fuck and next thing i know i'm literally like an inch away from the guy's semi under being under it being crushed by the tires i'm like holy fuck and after that i was wide awake driving all the way home and i've never i really think adrenaline is a drug because that shit 
fucking it was like the pulp fiction scene where uh she gets injected with uh with the adrenaline whatever it was i don't remember in into her into her heart and that's exactly how i felt i i was wide awake and i i was like all right i gotta just stay awake until i get home oh man that was just terrifying i do not recommend doing dph that's that's a drug you know i'm not going to tell you what or what not to do but there's literally no benefits from taking it unless you're taking it for what it's supposed to do okay which is like allergies or something and that's not why i was taking it that it's i was taking it because i wanted to feel something so don't don't do it just don't do it uh this next question is by Jeremy Beauvais or Beauvais Beauvais Jeremy Beauvais what drugs will you never try I think I talked about it earlier um in this podcast it's weird to say earlier in this podcast like I've been talking for three hours um the drugs I'll never try would be heroin meth fentanyl anything strong dude anything strong it you once because if you like it that that's going to be the problem if you end up liking it and i'll never inject anything unless it's like a shot or something but that's not me doing it that's a doctor i i will never i'll never do those you any of the strong drugs you can list off any of them i will not do them i've done some strong strong drugs in the past but not in the category like that one is maybe the only strong one i've done was coke but it was literally only like a couple bumps it wasn't it wasn't too much and i'll never do that again because i had it didn't do anything to me so no i i will not do heroin i will not do meth just any of those you know never never gonna do those all right this next question is by emma h what is your favorite drug maybe the best experience you've had on that drug well my favorite drug now this one, you know, it could be a hard drug like the one I mentioned above, but it's not definitely not as hard as uh, the ones you know I mentioned because it's, it's it's just not as destructive as those can literally like as soon as you take it you can you you could die, which which you could die with any of them. But you know the I'm I'm not gonna make a point here. I'm just gonna tell you what my <laughs> oh God here's me rambling again. First podcast, remember that guy. Stay with me. Um, my favorite drug would be Adderall. I, you know, the the come down can be pretty horrible. It can be pretty depressing. I wouldn't say it's it's bad. You know, it's not like I've I've suffered worse depression just not taking anything. So I can deal with it. Adderall would always make me like in such a good mood and it made me so productive. I just I loved it. And I I still take it probably once or twice a year. It it is fun. Um it, it it's something that it like unlocks a piece of your brain. It's like how psychedelics unlock the creative side of your brain. Uh Adderall unlocks the the smart side of your brain. So I've already done psychedelics and mixing that with Adderall, it's like, man, you really think you, you could probably go on a Jeopardy right now and get all these questions right. So that's, that's my favorite. Every experience I've had on it was fun and it was probably my best experience, but it, like I said, the come down can be pretty bad. That That's the only part I don't like about it. But overall, like, 
dude. It, and then and then not being able to sleep really bothers me. But if you don't, if you're not working the next day, you're not going to school the next day. I think it's perfect. It it's yeah. And if you're if you can't fall asleep, just take melatonin. Like I remember the one time I think it was like two years ago, I took Adderall at. 6 p.m. or something and i fell asleep at like 12 so it's possible to go to sleep and especially with my job man i could fall asleep i was i could drink <laughs> i remember when i was really addicted to caffeine i was drinking coffee and i would drink like three cups a day and when i got home from work i'd drink one it'd be like seven o'clock and i'd fall asleep at like 9 30 that's what working at the post office does to you it, it it makes you tired. I'm already fucking tired right now, but I I have all this energy to talk because I didn't talk to anybody today because people fucking suck. Not everybody. No, I'm just kidding. No one sucks. Everyone's awesome. All right, this next question is kind of like the last one a little bit. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this one. I'm going to try my best. Uh, Ruat Sangha White. I know how to pronounce white because that's my skin color, if you guys couldn't tell by my voice. Uh, what drugs gave you your best experience? Mm. Like I said, I think, or you know what? I really think Molly did. Molly, MDMA, made me get into music. Now, everyone's into music. It's hard to find someone who doesn't like music. I, I enjoyed music. I liked music. I loved li- I was listening to it. You know, I listened to it every day. But when I did Molly, um, my friend sent me a song by the Eagles called Lion Eyes. And I still listen to it to this day. But when I heard it coming up on Molly, oh my God, dude. It sounded like the most beautiful piece of music I've ever heard. So if you ever do Molly and you want to find a song to listen to, put on Lion Eyes. It, it just felt like I got transported into a new world. It was it was great. But I, the one thing with Molly was that I, when it, whenever it got cold, I don't know what this had to do with because my friend said it didn't happen to him. But when it got cold, I started freaking out. But when I got warm, I had a blanket on or something. I was like the happiest person alive. It was like really weird. But you know, if I stayed warm. But you shouldn't stay warm. That's the thing. If you stay too warm, you can dehydrate, and that's not good. But as long as you got water or Gatorade, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, it just whenever I got cold, I would, I'd be freaking out. It was like really weird, but whatever. Um, I probably won't. I'm probably never gonna do that that drug again. Not because I don't want to, just because I, you know, I, I don't have time. I don't have time to do these. I really don't. It, it's 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 time consuming to do these because you really like if you're planning on doing something doing something that day good luck doing it on these on these psychedelics or something because you you're not going to be able to do it like if i took acid before i was going to record a video i'd probably be like whoa dude i can't even do this and i it would just it wouldn't be good same with weed too like i i probably start freaking out i don't smoke weed anymore because I get very paranoid from it, and it's a shame because I used to love smoking weed. That was my favorite, favorite drug to do, literally. It was so easy to do. All I had to do was smoke it, and I'd be high. I'd get high every day. I got high every day before school. Honestly, that was probably my favorite drug, but ever since it started making me paranoid, it I really, I can't, I don't enjoy it anymore. I, I wish I could, but I just can't. It's It's one of the safer ones to do. 
And everyone, everyone's done in their lives. Like, come on, there's, there's probably like 2% of the population who hasn't done it. Let's be real about that. Except, you know, except for like babies and, you know, even some of them have done it. Um, <laughs> you know, they're born with a joint in their hand. What, what can I say? You know, it's Cheech and Chong's baby. You know, they, they're fucking, that, that, sh- that baby was born with a bong in its hand. Uh, but yeah, to answer that question again, it was probably Molly or, or any time, Oh, this one time I did acid at the bowling alley. That was really fun. And then there was another time doing DXM at school. I took like three Mucinex pills, which I don't recommend because there's guafenicin in it or acetaminophen. Uh, just try to find pure DXM. That's the only real safe way you can do it because you need to take a lot of DXM to overdose. I'll, uh, when I say a lot, I mean like a lot, a lot. Um, but if you take if you take DXM with guafenicin, like you got it. I wouldn't take more than three because that, that could be dangerous. Uh, it could lead to serious health problems, and you don't want that. But yeah, there's this time in high school where I took it, and I just oh my god, I've I've told people about this before, and it it's it just like I was. There's a song called Home by Resonance, or is it Resonance by Home? I don't know. Or wait, <laughs> I don't, or is it Home by Res? I don't know. It's vice versa. Whatever. I've been working late. I, I was listening to it. I think I had both of my headphones in my ears. And I was walking through the hallways. And the song, you if you guys listen to it, you guys know what I'm talking about. It's just like a con, it's a constant electronic noise. It's like, do, 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 do. It doesn't sound like that at all. But, you know, I'm trying my best on the spot here. Uh, it, go listen to it. If you guys listen to it, just search up Resonance Home. And you guys will know. I'm sure some of you guys listened to it before. But that was just circling through my ears, and I felt like I was so happy. I felt like I was entering a new dimension in in space and time. And these people, I felt like I was a single entity, entity, and everyone else was were just just fake objects. Like it just felt like something like they were being rendered into and out of my life. Like they, if they, if I saw them in my view. They were being rendered, and as soon as they passed me, they didn't exist. If that makes sense, that's what it felt like was happening. Me walking, and that was like, that was probably the best best walk to class I've ever had. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I'm I'm pretty. That was one of the better DXM experiences I've had. The DXM, I it wasn't always fun. You know, I almost had a heart heart attack on one of them at work which was not fun, but I don't really remember that much from that since it was like seven years ago, so I won't go into detail with that, but yeah, I felt like I was going to pass out. Um, yeah, that was fun. There's been a lot of fun ones. There's hasn't been too many bad ones, but there's been a lot of fun ones. Uh, so yeah, if that answers your question. This next question is by Sarah B., where did your relationship with drugs start? Were you just experimenting or trying to achieve something by using? By using. Uh, my relationship with drugs started with this guy. Uh, he, it was actually the first drug I ever did to get high was Lyrica. Surprisingly, I think I was like 15 years old. The first time I did it, I was just... I was walking through school and then I, I remember I, I had to hold on to the to the walls in the hallway because I started to fall down. 
<laughs> oh my god, that shit was fun. I haven't done it since. That's the only time I did it. I was looking for it everywhere for a while because I liked it so much, but I don't recommend it because it, it is a pill. I don't recommend taking pills. It's That's not something I will recommend. I only re really would recommend something natural or something, you know, something that is known to help you. Uh, now, if you're taking Lyrica because you need to, yeah, that, that helps you. But, you know, I'm not going to stop you or anything. Just be careful with this stuff. But, yeah, I did that, and that kind of made me interested. And then I think I went to weed, and then it just snowballed from there, you know. It, yeah, Lyrica started it all. <laughs> Who would have thought? All right, those were all drug-related questions, and I saved these last four or... Oh, Okay, wait, there's more than four. Uh, yeah. Okay, I saved these last ones because they aren't drug-related. They're just normal normal questions to ask me. I mean, those are normal questions, but they're not drug-related. They, they were drug-related. So this next one, I put this one in here because I love talking about music. Um, this next question is by Gurma Dolia, I think. Sorry if I mispronounce any of these uh, usernames. You know, some of them are really, you know, I just really don't understand or I don't, don't know how to pronounce them, but I try my best. And if I did get it right, hey, that's good for me, right? All right, top three albums or music you like to listen to? I'll answer both of those. Um, top three albums, number one, gotta be Led Zeppelin II, their sophomore album from 1969. Uh, that has to be from top to bottom in that album it's like a masterpiece i there's nothing will top it for me that that is just every song on there is just wonderful uh it starts off with the song that got me introduced to led zeppelin was whole lot of love back a while ago but i didn't really get into them like fully like i am now until two years ago two three years ago when I first heard Days of Confused uh, all the way through, oh my god, during that solo in the middle, that is, you guys, if you guys know what I'm talking about, it, it, that really took me on to them. So yeah, that's probably not my number one album of all time. I could probably put all of them in the top, uh, my three favorite ones in the top three, but we're not going to do that. Uh, my second album, it would have to be Paranoid by Black Sabbath. I love, Black Sabbath's my second favorite band. Uh, Paranoid, I've come to think that that was the best. I, I really liked Volume 4 for a long time. Uh, I think I think all those songs in there were, were very good, you know, except for FX because that was just uh, just a, a fill-in. Uh, but Paranoid, man, all the hits, the sound on that album was just perfect. Tony Iommi's guitar riffs, they're easy, but man, they, they were, you remember them. You know, you know them. So yeah, that'd probably be number two. And number three, ugh, I probably have to go with uh, GP by Graham Parsons. But this could be, you know, I could flip this out with any album. But I know for sure I think those are my top two. But GP by Graham Parsons, he's my, probably my top favorite country artist. He was, he was great. Because he wasn't, he was like part of the hippie movement. But he was a country star. No one wanted him to be... No one wanted him to be in country because he was a hippie and he was working with the birds and the Rolling Stones and shit. So, yeah, it, I I would definitely that that album is is great. All right, that that it's fun. And I listen to to a lot of music. People like to say they don't like country. 
I don't like modern country. There's maybe one good song that's in modern country that I like. But that's it. Literally only one. Uh, but back in the day, man, country was a fucking beast, dude. The pedal steel, my favorite instrument of all time. That is just so beautiful. The way that instrument can just sing on its own. You don't even need a singer when you have the pedal steel. It that I love hard rock and blues. Those are my favorite genres of music. Proto metal, you know, all all these I'll listen to all day every day. Those are my top four genres for sure. Um, this next question is by TG. What made you want to start doing YouTube, and why these types of videos? Well, I didn't really want to start doing it, honestly. I mean, I did, but I just did it for fun, and it it kind of exploded into what it is today i really like like doing horror stories just in general not not just not just drug related you know but i just happened to do it because i wanted to read arrowid arrowid reports i remember i had the idea back in 2016 2017 around that time but i didn't have the equipment to do it so i could never do it uh so I just did it one day when I got a microphone because I, I was like doing this funny rapping type of thing where I would just like make up stupid lyrics and then rap over a, a free beat online and that's where I got the microphone but yeah, that was fun and then I'm like well since I got a microphone I guess maybe I can you know read these stories I can finally do it and what do you know that first video that I have on there uh, has a hundred thousand views well a hundred plus hundred like twenty thousand and it's my worst one. I hate it the most because I sound so cringy in it. And you guys might not think that, and you guys don't because there's a lot of likes and not a lot of dislikes. So, but to me, that it, it sounds too aggressive. And I, I, that was just my normal talking at the time. I was just talking to Mike like, hey, hey, you know, I'm the trip keeper. I didn't have that name back in the day, but that's what I am now. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's why I started. And there's been a lot of, you know, it's just it's just fun to do something different. You know, I didn't think it would get to where it is right now. Twenty two thousand is is a lot of subscribers to me. I never thought I'd get to that day. I remember when I first hit a thousand subscribers in twenty twenty, and I was I wasn't uploading too much, but I had it. I thought that was amazing, and now it's like, man, I'm almost at twenty five, and the next thing I'll be at thirty, then forty, then fifty, and then maybe a hundred that would be great if i hit a hundred thousand subscribers i can't wait i want to get that i want to get that youtube play button that's what i'm going for right now that they don't even give it to you till like months after you reach it which is which kind of makes me mad but at least if i know if i got it i would get it you know if i got a hundred thousand subscribers i would get it so please subscribe if you haven't already dude it would mean the world to me you guys will get more and more content if you guys subscribe more the newer videos i'll think of more stuff and it's just going to be it's going to be fun in the future all right this next question is from rico 178 rediff de live vod um that's the username right there does your family friends know about your youtube channel if yes what do they think of it if no do you want to talk to them about it or do you try to keep that as a secret uh yes everyone knows about it um it's something that i hold dearly to me now it it's like it's 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 become a, a part of my life you know i i stopped doing it for a while you know i would upload a video here and there but I, man i was going on like 10 month breaks and shit but like now the new subscribers don't know that they had to wait a very long time for a new video and that wasn't i felt bad but it wasn't on the top of my radar to do that 
so but now i feel like i i i need to and i want to so so yeah i'm pretty proud of it now so that's why i want to tell people it's it's hard to tell them what it's about because you're like oh you read drug horror stories like what the hell like it's hard for me to tell that to people but you know people people like it they they're proud of me and i i appreciate their their proudness it, it feels good to have someone like listen to what you have to put out there it feels good to to have people tell you how they feel about something you made especially if it's something good you know, i just love seeing good comments and people give me good comments all the time and i love it i thank you guys so much for it but yeah i tell most of the people uh i don't i don't want to tell people in my family like my mom, I told my mom I have a YouTube channel. I told her I read horror stories, but it's not about. I didn't tell her what it was about, and we're gonna keep it that way. I mean, I think she already she already knows a little bit, but she doesn't know to the extent. So we're gonna keep it that way. <laughs> but she'll probably you never know. She'll probably listen to this podcast and be like, "What the fuck?" Um, so I I don't. The only reason I would want to keep it a secret is just because of the topics I cover. But most of the time, I tell people. This next question, we're cutting down, we're getting, we're getting low. We got four more questions to go. Uh, this next one's by Vitali, Vitali Mirinov. Are aliens real? Uh, see, you know, I I really love space. Uh, I love watching space videos. I love learning more and more about it. I just watched. Uh, I just learned about the Uma U, Umuamoa. Uh, interstellar object that came through a couple years ago that was pretty fucking sweet i just learned about that yesterday but um and they were saying that aliens might have sent that and that would be pretty sweet to think about but it's it's hard for me to believe that there is nothing out there if if there are billions of trillions of planets just in our in i almost said it in our solar system in our milky way galaxy and there's many more in the whole universe it's just it, it's just so expansive and so big like who knows if we'll ever be able to reach them you know it's i personally i i think they they are out there it would just make it hard for me to believe that they're not you know but if you told me that there wasn't like we if we set out a mission and we looked at every single galaxy every single planet every single star you know I mean, no one would be living on stars. Well, we don't know that, actually. There could be someone living on stars. Or just anywhere, anywhere in the universe, and we didn't find anybody. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. I, I think this universe is weird. We could be a one one and only thing, but, you know, what, what do we consider aliens? You know, just anything that's living that's outside of Earth, you know? Uh, you know, because we, I don't think we're prepared to see what what the aliens look like. I feel like they look really weird. Like, I feel like, to me, when I think of an alien, I think of, like, a bacteria that's as big as us. Like, something that looks like that. Like, that's that's how I, that's how I picture aliens to be. And I also picture them looking like how the media, the movies portray them, like those gray with the, with the big eyes, small heads, or big heads and small bodies. I picture them like that, too. But the realistic ones, I feel like they look like bacteria that is just that is just our size or like really big so but they i don't know man i don't know if any of them look like us they could because the multiverse and shit i believe in that too 
I just love talking about space. I could talk about it all day. But yeah, I do think aliens are real. All right. And these last three, wow, we're almost at an hour, uh, are by the same person. So good for you for making me choose three of your questions. Uh, These three are by JJ Hacker. I'll go one by one. How do you view other people after you've had psychedelic experiences? Now, I know this goes with the other questions, but I just wanted to put all of his together. Or her. I don't know. It's probably a guy, though. Um, actually, I don't know. You can't really assume someone's gender nowadays. So you got to just say, they're JJ Hacker. That's what I'm going to call them. So let's do it. How do I view other people? I view them a lot differently. That's for sure. They, I, I feel like... Honestly, I feel like everyone hates me. And I think that's how a lot of people feel. But we shouldn't feel that because it, you know, someone might talk shit about you or something, but they don't really mean malintent, you know. They, it, but I don't know. I, I view other people just. I, I see them, I feel them, you know, I feel, like I said before, being an empath, I feel like I, like I know what they're going through. I mean, you don't know what they're going through, but you know what's going through their head and stuff, but you never know what they're going through at home or anything, unless they make it vocal, which I don't think that people should, but if you want to get out, if that's the way of, uh, you know, using, you know, therapy like that, then that's okay. I definitely agree that you should do that, but, um, I'd say if you have some troubles, just keep them to yourself and keep them to your close friends because, you know, if you tell anybody, that shit can get leaked and then that'll be, you'll be pissed because you can't tell anybody anything because it's going to get out. Even if it's the smallest thing, like like you'll tell someone in the morning and then by the end of the day, the whole office is going to know. So I view people differently than I did before. They're, they're definitely, they're, they're, they're weird. People are weird. Everyone's weird. What do you think the most broad reason for existence is? Oh, existence, the most broad reason for existence. Well, I think exist, we're all here for a purpose. How about that? We're all, <laughs> there's something, you exist on this world because you you have to do something. You didn't get aborted. You got. You were lucky enough to be born. I was lucky enough to be born. I was actually going to be an abortion baby. But look at what I'm doing now. I'm making a lot of people happy by uploading. Is that my reasoning? I don't know. Or is the reasoning just to make yourself happy? It's hard to make yourself happy nowadays with COVID and everything that happened in this world. We're making we're more antisocial now. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think the reason for existence is that you you're here for a reason. Uh, and you have to take advantage of that. And you got to hope and pray you don't die at a young age. It, uh, watch, I'll probably fucking, something will happen to me. And then, you know, it'll be like, oh my God, he said this in the podcast. It's like the Simpsons. Oh my God, something's going to happen to me now. I'm so worried about it now. I'm, I have anxiety. Uh, <laughs> no, we, we exist because there's a purpose. And my cat's making a noise in the background. Ozzy, shh. Wow, he actually be. Oh, I don't know what he's doing. Oh shit, is that the mouse? Oh my god! Hold on, guys, I'll be right back. 
Alright, sorry for that. Um, there's a mouse that Ozzy was hunting, and it got out, and he got it in his mouth, and I tried to get it, but it ran under the couch. I don't know where it's at now, so we're, we're gonna find it later. Uh, Ozzy is good at hunting those things. Alright, the last question. Of course that had to happen before I was about to finish. <laughs> what do you think happens when we die? Uh, this... This is a tough question to answer. It anything could happen, honestly. I don't know. I don't know if there's a god or anything out there. And if there is, then I feel like I would go to heaven. I don't think I'd go to hell. Whatever what they say is heaven or hell, you know. I think I'm a good enough person to be accepted into that. But I'm not sure if that exists or not. I don't know if that would keep me out of it, but to be honest, I think we, my honest opinion, I think we, we basically just, we just die, you know, that's it. We're just a, we're just a blink in the universe's existence and we're all gonna be, there's gonna be nothing left. We're all just gonna be black, black dust. Everything is gonna be consumed by black holes and we're just gonna be part of that. Now our souls and might our souls might be transferred somewhere though. I don't know. I don't believe in oh, no, actually I do believe in ghosts because maybe maybe there is a god because uh I had a ghost experience in my house actually in this laundry room right now. Yes, I'm recording in a laundry room. Fuck off. No, don't actually fuck off. That's you can have your opinions. Uh my my laundry basket was shaking back and forth and there was nothing the washing machine wasn't on my cat wasn't doing anything with it it was just shaking like very viciously back and forth and i went to come up to it and it stopped and i was like what the fuck was that and i made sure it wasn't my cat because he was in the other room it wasn't him and the washing machine wasn't on i would have known if that was on i would have i you know i would have seen it on you know so that was like really weird. So maybe it is real. Maybe there's an afterlife. I'm not sure. But I do think that we just kind of die and nothing happens afterwards. So that's why you got to make you got to make life worth something because you don't know how much longer you're going to live and it's fun to live. It's it's kind of depressing at times to live. But hey, you're most of you guys are probably doing better than people who are suffering every single day starving and shit so you know just just be thankful that you're living i guess that's all i can say all right so that ends my first episode of the thought loop or thought loop podcast uh yeah that was actually kind of a breeze uh i didn't really get stuck too much i was surprised i thought i was gonna be like I thought I was just going to have long pauses where I didn't talk a lot. I thought that was going to happen, but you know, my I just run my mouth and things go on. So, yeah, this is uh it was nice. Uh this will probably be uploaded tomorrow or something. I don't know. But uh yeah, check a, check me out next week or whenever whenever I make another one. There's no set schedule for this yet until, you know, maybe it becomes something. So, if you guys like this, just please let me know. Let me know. I'll try to get this on Spotify and stuff. If you guys really enjoy this, I'm going to put this on YouTube. And just let me know if you guys like listening to this. You guys can fall asleep to it, maybe. I don't know. It would be nice to 
hear my voice to go to sleep because I know you guys like to do that with my videos. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's, uh, it's going to be fun if I get to do this. But if you guys don't want me to do it, that's fine too. But, um, you know, it, just let me know. Let me know in the comments or wherever. You can message me on Instagram. Tell me in the email. You know, just, but in the comments, you know, I see most of them. I see probably 99% of them. So put them in the comments. Let me, and, and we'll see what happens there. So I'm going to leave and I hope you guys have a wonderful day. I don't know how to end this thing, but that, that's how we're going to end it today. So everyone have a good day and have a good day. Okay. Have a good day. Have a good day. Have a good day.